1: This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent
0: herbicide. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Sask Ag Today with your host, Ryan Young.
1: And a good afternoon. Welcome to Sask Ag Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan wants to buy your seed. Visit milliganbio.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today, Kevin Hirsch, Chief Agricultural Editor of SaskAgToday.com, did an analysis on fertilizer prices and had the chance to speak with him about that. A bill exempting the carbon tax from grain drying and heating barns was debated in the House of Commons. My chat with Frank Gauchier, the latest winner of the 620 CKRM Country Cookout. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to SaskAg Today on 620 CKRM.
0: This is SaskAg Today with 620 CKRM Ag News Director, Ryan Young.
1: SaskAg Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Farm Fresh Water. Fix your water problems. Visit farmfreshwater.ca. As harvest activities start to wind up, many producers start to think about either purchasing fertilizer this fall or waiting until next spring. Saskagtoday.com's Kevin Hirsch farms in the Cabri area in southwestern Saskatchewan, and he offers his thoughts on fertilizer prices right now.
2: Yeah, I just uh, actually, as of today, brought in some fertilizer, and whether it was the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. And I know lots of people in, in the other areas use anhydrous ammonia or use liquid nitrogen. I tend to follow urea prices, and they're they're actually they're, they've come up. Uh, they fell all the way through seeding and after seeding, and then have started climbing again, and are approaching that $800 a ton range. And it's a, a great question as to where prices go from here traditionally probably eight or nine years out of ten the price of nitrogen fertilizer is the highest right around spring seeding that April may time frame but last year that wasn't the case uh, some of the highest prices were about November of last year at about eleven hundred $1,100 or eleven hundred and fifty dollars a ton for urea uh, and then that declined uh, right through uh, right through seeding so it's it's uh it's always a guess as to when you should be purchasing your fertilizer. Traditional wisdom is you buy it late summer, early fall, in the winter it's going to be cheaper than it is in the spring. Maybe that will get back to that this year, but it certainly wasn't last year. And over the recent history, we've seen a tremendous range in fertilizer prices. And I tend to follow Alberta Agriculture's Farm Input Price Survey. And it's not going to be accurate for every location or accurate across uh, uh, Saskatchewan and Manitoba, but it's the best indicator of retail prices. And you know, in the last few years, uh, well, here's the low of, was in uh, in recent times was October of 2020 at $550 for urea. The peak was $1,350, and that was in April of 2022. So a tremendous range that makes a tremendous difference in your cost base uh, if you can buy fertilizer cheaply rather than paying the big price for it. Hirsch admits
1: speculating on fertilizer prices is is as risky as speculating on commodity
2: prices. There's all sorts of information that flows around if you look at the analysis. And and some of it, some analysts are saying it's going higher and some analysts are saying it's going lower at any given time. Back uh, when prices have gone really high, some of that was due to the Ukraine situation and the turmoil there. Uh, tremendously high natural gas prices in in Europe and shutting down the nitrogen plants because they weren't able to make any money at those high natural gas prices, but that was overdone and that situation turned around much more rapidly than anybody expected. So, we have uh, we spent a lot of time, and I know you guys spend lots of time talking to grain market analysts. It's difficult to find a uh, good, accurate, meaningful information on where fertilizer prices are likely to go there's a guy named Josh Linville that gets a fair bit of attention and he does he does some of that but there seems to be so many factors involved that those analysts don't necessarily get it right and and I, I've seen you know producers and fertilizer dealers make some tremendous mistakes over the years.
1: And he notes getting fertilizer in the fall can be advantageous in case there' are shortages at spring seeding time.
2: It's it's often talked about that there, there could be spot shortages and logistical issues, and you sometimes see that on a minor basis, but that has failed to materialize in any big way. You know, you, meet, you want a particular blend or you want sulfur that isn't available that afternoon or whatever at your place because the, the truck was delayed. So it is a scramble, but oftentimes that's been used as a, you know, you, you better get it now because it, it might be hard to get in the spring. That's never materialized, but I do appreciate having it on the farm and not having to run into the, the dealership to pick it up and be caught behind three other semis that need to load up and be there for a couple of hours when I. Could be doing other things, so I I do like to have it uh, on farm. Although dry fertilizer, uh, with moisture issues, it can be difficult to uh, it can clump up and be difficult to get out of the bin. And sometimes you say, "Man, I wish I was just picking it up in town and didn't have to deal with all this chipping it out of the bin." So there's pluses and minuses, but uh, generally speaking, if you buy at the right time, there's good money to be saved last year or this spring was was an exception if you'd waited to the last minute you'd have actually had the best nitrogen fertilizer prices
1: kevin hirsch is the chief agricultural editor for saskagtoday.com up next is bill c234 and the chatter in the house of commons about the private members bill you're listening to saskag today on 620 ckrm
0: we're back with Saskag today with Ryan Young on six twenty CKRM.
1: The segment of Saskag today is brought to you by Prairie Six Inch for Prairie Six Inch Evestrop. Size matters. So see Prairie Six Inch Evestrop, your farm shop specialist. PrairieEvestrop.ca and Western Ag Professional Agronomy. If you want to make cropping decisions with confidence, visit GrowMoreProfit.com. Canada's new top ag minister responded to opposition questions in the Commons on Tuesday. Veteran Liberal MP Lawrence Macaulay reprised his role as federal ag minister this summer following a cabinet shuffle. McCauley first held the post when the Liberals first came to power back in 2015. Here was the exchange between conservative ag critic John Barlow and the minister
3: years of this Liberal NDP government, farmers can't afford this Prime Minister. On Friday, the Parliamentary Budget Officer said by 2030, Canadian farmers will be paying close to a billion dollars in carbon taxes alone. Wow. Carbon taxes that are driving up inflation. Do you know who's paying for that inflation? Canadians. Right. Canadians are literally paying the price. Mm-hmm. The cost of apples up 61%, carrots 72%, potatoes and oranges up 77%. Nice. Will the Prime Minister axe his plans to quadruple the carbon tax so Canadians af- can afford to feed their families.
2: I think my honourable colleague realised like when Fiona uh, hurricane Fiona hit pre- eastern Canada. It destroyed barns. It killed cattle. It destroyed wharves. It cost enormous amount of money. It's quite obvious that we have to do something about the environment and we are doing something about we are doing something about the environment and I know my honourable colleague is well aware the farmers stand with us to do something about the environment. New Minister Environment Minister
3: of Agriculture still believes that farmers support the carbon tax. He's out for a rude awakening.
1: Still on the topic of the federal carbon tax, Bill C-234 will come up for discussion again tomorrow in the Senate. That's the private member's bill to exempt the federal carbon tax from pro- propane and natural gas when used on farm to dry grain or heat barns. The bill almost made it across the finish line back in June when two liberal-leaning senators, including Senator Pierre Delfond of Quebec, demanded further discussion on an issue that's been debated for at least three years.
4: There's also been much discussions about grain drying, an activity that no doubt is essential, especially when you have a wet season. However, it would be inaccurate. To suggest that there is currently no viable way for farmers to reduce energy consumption in their grain drying activities. For example, in March 2022, the Ford government, Ministry of Agriculture, Food and Rural Affairs, published a technical fact sheet for commercial crop producers outlining the numerous ways in which they can reduce energy use in grain dryers. It notes that a grain dryer waste as much as 40% of the energy it uses, and that the type of grain dryer can make a 30% difference in energy use. The fact she goes on to state that dryer aeration, or in-bin cooling, improves dryer energy use by up to 30%, and that heat recovery system, which can be added to most existing dryers, reduce fuel consumption by 20 to 40 percent without affecting dryers through foot. Solutions do exist on the market.
1: Tory MP Ben Lobb will speak to his bill in the Senate tomorrow morning. The bill needs the final approval of the upper chamber to be proclaimed into law. You're listening to SaskAg today on 620 CKRM. Up next... Is today's ag review.
0: You're tuned in to Saskag today on your voice of Saskatchewan 620 CKRM.
1: Today's ag review with Doug Falconer of GX 94 is brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlampson Take Retire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers.
3: Canadian pulse production came in well below average in 2023, keeping prices supported for the time being. Total pea production was pegged at 2.27 million metric tonnes by Statistics Canada. That was up slightly from the 2.19 million metric tonnes forecast in August, but well off the 3.42 million metric tonnes grown the previous year, and in line with the 2021 drought year, when production hit 2.24 million metric tons. Green pea bids have shown the most strength recently, with top-end bids hitting $16 per bushel, according to Prairie Ag Hotwire data. Yellow pea pricing ranges from $10 to $12.80 per bushel. Lentil bids are near their highest levels of the past year, with large greens topping out at $0.64 per pound and red lentils at $0.40 per Large-caliber Kabuli chickpeas are currently priced in the 50 to 56 cents per pound area, with Desi chickpeas near their highs of the last year at 35 to 39.5 cents per pound. The Manitoba NDP has unveiled their plans for farmers and rural residents if they're elected on October 3rd. In the health part of the NDP plan, The party promises to train more nurses by creating a pathway for licensed practical nurses to become registered nurses in their community, to build a new rural ER in Ericsdale, doubling the Rural Doctor Recruitment Fund, hiring more staff to keep rural health centres open, and investing in more personal home care beds in rural communities. In addition, the NDP would keep the education property tax rebate at 50% for residential and farmers. The party would create a Premier's Business and Jobs Council to bring together leaders from business, skilled trades, agriculture, Indigenous communities and labour. The Manitoba NDP also promises to reverse changes to Crown land leases, which the PC government announced in July. A British-based firm processing proteins for the retail and food service sectors plans to set up shops somewhere in eastern Canada after reaching a deal to supply meat products to Walmart's Canadian grocery business. Hilton Food Group has announced plans to open a new manufacturing plant in that region to supply Walmart supercenters in Canada with a range of protein products starting with beef, lamb, pork and seafood. London-based Hilton won't yet say exactly where or when it expects to have that plant up and running, but is targeted 2026 to start production. A company representative says the Canadian plant will primarily focus on burgers, meatballs, sausages and marinated products, processing and packaging them on site. As for the meat's origin, the Hilton rep said they're aiming towards Canadian sourcing whenever possible in line with Walmart's current sourcing strategy. Ukraine has appealed to three neighboring countries in the European Union to embark on constructive dialogue to end a dispute over agricultural trade and approved what it called a compromise scenario. Poland, Slovakia and Hungary announced restrictions on imports from Ukraine on Friday after the European Commission decided not to extend a ban on sales into Ukraine's five EU neighbors, which also include Romania and Bulgaria. The Polish, Slovak and Hungarian governments said their actions sought to protect farmers from a surge of grain and food imports from Ukraine since its invasion by Russia last year. A World Trade Organization spokesperson confirmed that Ukraine had taken the first step in a trade dispute by filing a complaint to the global trade body. Kiev said it would impose retaliatory import restrictions on certain categories of goods from Poland and Hungary if they did not lift their unilateral bans. Rice prices in key exporting countries including Thailand and Vietnam have climbed around 20%. That's ever since India, the world's biggest shipper of the grain, banned shipments of a key variety in July Tightening global supplies. Traders expect similar supply curbs by other exporters needing to ensure domestic food security, which has left importers scrambling to secure shipments. Last year, India banned exports of broken rice and imposed duty on shipments of various grades, ending the price stability that had lasted for more than a decade. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer.
0: It's your Saskag today weather on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
1: The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary. Or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, partly cloudy and a high of 20. Tonight, staying partly cloudy and a low of 6 degrees. Partly cloudy tomorrow with winds out of the east at 20 kilometers an hour in the afternoon. High of 22, The low 4 degrees. Then sunshine for Friday, high of 21. Friday night turns cloudy and a 60% chance of showers, a low of 10 degrees. And showers continue into the weekend on Saturday, high of 20, low 11. Showers continue on Sunday, high of 20, the low 9. Then it's a partly cloudy sky on Monday to start the work week, high of 21, the low 9 degrees. And partly cloudy for Tuesday, high of 23. Normal highs for this period are at 17 degrees. The lows are 2. The sun rose at 641 this morning. Sun will set at 701 tonight. Taking a look around the province in Esteban 16, Swift Current 15, Saskatoon 14 degrees, Weyburn and Yorkton 17. The warm spot in Saskatchewan is in Moose Jaw at 19 degrees, cool spot in Cypress Hills at 9.3 degrees. In Regina, partly cloudy, south-southeast wind at 10 kilometers an hour, humidity at 33%, temperature 19 degrees or 66 Fahrenheit Barometric pressure at 101.7 and rising. In Moose Jaw, mostly cloudy. South-southeast wind at 8, temperature 19 degrees. Again in Regina, partly cloudy. South-southeast wind at 10, and the temperature 19 degrees. We'll be back right after this.
0: Catch up with all your ag news anytime at saskagtoday.com. Now, back to Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
1: This portion of Saskag today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougalAuction.com. And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. Canadian wheat exports for the current crop year have hit the 2 million ton mark, 542,000 tons higher than at the same point last year. Marlena Borsch is with Mercantile Consulting Venture and puts together the weekly market report for Sask Wheat.
5: We tend to think that exporters are spending more time and effort on marketing wheat because the canola export market is not as lively as it has been in previous years.
1: Borsh is concerned about the aggressive news by Russian into by Russia rather into exports markets, despite reports of problems with their spring wheat crop. However, she still expects wheat markets to move higher in the new year.
5: We think wheat might be at a tipping point. Over much of the summer, consumers have taken advantage of declining spot prices to lower their buying average. But seasonal upswings from this point in the year are typical and while consumers seem to be generally well covered for the fall positions in October, November, December, they're still mostly open for 2024 new year forward.
1: Meantime, Ukraine is filing a World Trade Organization complaint against three of its neighbors, Poland, Hungary, and Slovakia. All three countries are banning food imports from Ukraine to protect prices and markets for its domestic producers. Poland and Slovakia are key Ukrainian allies in its fight against the Russian invasion, but the grain import issues have created friction. Earlier this year, the European Union allowed the import restrictions by the five Eastern European nations – but placed a September 15th deadline.
5: The EU officially lifted its ban on Ukrainian imports, with some member states, Romania and Bulgaria, agreeing to adhere to EU rules, whilst Hungary, Slovakia and Poland remain defiant. Ukraine is reacting by saying that it will take Poland, Hungary and Slovakia to the WTO, following a decision to maintain the ban on Ukrainian imports.
1: An official with the Polish government says a complaint before the WTO does not impress them. You're listening to Saskag today on 620 CKRM. Coming up next is the Fall Country Cookout.
0: You're tuned in to Saskag today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
1: This segment of Saskag today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Frank and Bernie Gaucher of the Cotter area are the seventh winners of the 620 CKRM Country Cookout for the fall season. Frank says they harvested 4,000 acres this year of various crops.
6: We grow large green lentils, durum, and canola and a little bit of brown mustard. So, Are you done at this point? or? Yeah, everything's wrapped up and uh, combines are in the midst of getting cleaned out and ready to put away for the year. So it wasn't, I wouldn't call it a... stellar harvest but i don't think it was for a lot of people on the western side of the province um there was some crop a lot better in 2021 but not as good as last year so we're all around that crop insurance levels you know but one more rain like like usual one more two more rains in july and things would have been a lot better
1: yeah exactly it could have been a different conversation uh do you have any uh numbers as to what your yields were like for this year
6: yeah, uh, so large green lentils ran in around that 17 bushel an acre. Uh, the Durham around the 25 to 27 bushel an acre. Uh, canola was probably the poorest; it probably came in about that 18 bushel an acre. But the brown mustard was probably the bright spot, about 22 bushel an acre. So there was something to put through the combine. It just wasn't a hard wasn't a hard year on fuel. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, just kind of curious. Um, what's your favorite part about uh, you know farming and being on the farm?
6: Um, probably being my own boss. I probably wouldn't be a very good employee. And just the fact that you get to work every day for yourself and and what you accomplish and how good things you, you're the one who gets to celebrate in your own success. And uh, of course having my son here with his uh, wife and three little grandkids a block away is definitely a bonus for sure. So it's nice to have that.
1: And that's going to feel pretty good, uh, you know, having the next generation uh, have an interest in agriculture and helping you out especially.
6: Yeah, for sure. I think my dad would be pretty happy to see that it's going to get passed on another generation. And my little grandson, he loves everything with wheels and tires he's 15 months old so you're thinking he's gonna little boy all the way and he might you know there's a I won't know for sure if he will be and there's no guarantee and it sure won't be pushed but it'd be nice if if you want to stick around help his dad that's for sure
1: awesome stuff well I just want to say congratulations on winning the cookout I guess uh what was your reaction like when you found out
6: Oh, it was pretty, it caught me by surprise on a Monday morning. And I, I was thinking, oh, this is probably a trucker calling to come. And it was Gloria. And I said, oh, yeah, I forgot. It had been so long since I entered. And it couldn't have worked out better mathematically. It was my wife's birthday. And uh, we kind of finished up some laying sod in the yard. And. I go well. This is perfect timing. She's got to work on her birthday to cook for all us guys laying aside. But tomorrow she'll just get to enjoy the the evening and uh, have someone else cook for her. So yeah, no, it it was it was great, and I want to thank you guys from CKRM for sure. Uh, and you had a good contingent of your your personnel come out, and that's great to see you in a small town. I think you guys do a wonderful job of. Uh, supporting the rural the rural areas because we're pretty unheard of in this in this part of the world but it's nice to see you guys come out and celebrate and enjoy coming out and i'd like to thank blake too for putting on a good show of music it's always nice to have a little live entertainment so and of course for nicky's for the for the meal everything was great and it turned out to be a beautiful evening so kudos to you guys uh, for doing this
1: and we're happy to help out with the birthday celebration. Perfect timing.
6: <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. Nope, thank you guys. It turned out just perfect.
1: That's my chat with Frank Gaucher last night. Him and his wife, Bernie, are the seventh winners of the 620 CKRM Country Cookout for the fall season. Up next is the Market Update.
0: Here's the Market Update with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
1: Grain prices at Viterra were mostly up in early trading today. Canola is up $1.70 to 6.9342 a metric ton. Lentils is down $10 to 8.4450, and number one red spring wheat is up 46 cents to 3.3535, and the rest were unchanged. Durham at 5.1474, feed barley 2.7258, chickpeas 10.3617, flax 5.6154. Oats 311.53, Yellow peas 382.89. Feed wheat 223.56. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard-red spring wheat for December is up six cents to $7.85 and three quarter cents a bushel. On deck is the Livestock Report.
0: The Saskatchewan Today Livestock Reports on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM.
1: Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock at 842-4574. Now In the latest Livestock Quotes.
7: This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of September 19th. Our last sale was in Assiniboia on September 18th. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.23 to $1.38. D3 cows sold from $1.18 to $1.22. Counter Cow sold from fifty cents to a dollar. Taffret sold from a dollar ninety five to 14, And Good Butcher Bowl sold from a dollar fifty six to a dollar sixty seven. We had a pre-sorted sale as well. We didn't have big numbers at this sale, but we did have big prices. Six fifty to seven hundred pound steers averaged three dollars and thirty eight cents and sold it to three dollars and seventy eight cents. to 800-pound steers averaged $3.46 and sold up to $3.78. 800- to 900-pound steers averaged $3.31 and sold up to $3.43. And steers over 900-pound averaged $3.04 and sold up to $3.25. Heifers were 15- to 20 cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the too.
1: The latest pork prices are at $208.97 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report.
0: It's the Saskag Today Resource Reports on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young.
1: Now the resource report brought to you by Mazank Fuels, your local branded PetroCanada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank. Call Mazank 306-721-6667. A dispute about whether Ukrainian grain should be allowed to enter the domestic markets of Poland and other European Union countries has pushed the tight relationship between Kiev and Warsaw to its lowest point since Russia invaded Ukraine last year. Polish leaders have compared Ukraine to a drowning person hurting his helper and threatened to expand a ban on food products from the war-torn country. Meanwhile, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky suggested that EU allies that are prohibiting imports of his nation's grain are helping Russia. Poland has been a staunch supporter of Ukraine. But Polish officials who are trying to win parliamentary elections next month with the help from Farmers Votes are expressing dismay over Ukraine's trade complaint. Saskatchewan's trade minister says provinces and territories should have been notified if talks with India were going to be suspended because of a potential link between that country, that country's government and the death of a Sikh leader in British Columbia. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau revealed on Monday that there is credible information linking the Indian government to the shooting death of Hardeep Singh Nijar in Surrey this past June. Saskatchewan Trade Minister Jeremy Harrison has criticized Trudeau's handling of the G20 summit in India earlier this month, where Canada paused negotiations for a new trade deal because of frosty relations with counterparts in New Delhi. Saskatchewan makes up roughly a third of Canada's exports to India, which are worth over $1 billion to the provincial economy. On the markets, the TSX is up 76 points at 20,295. The Dow is up 209 points to 34,727. Oil is down 21 cents at $90.21 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 74.60 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the On Demand Saskag Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit gowancanada.com to learn more. And that's going to do it for Wednesday's edition of Saskag. Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This
0: podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.